Hello, and thank you for tuning into Answers from the Lab, where we share Mayo Clinic knowledge and advancements on the state of testing and science from laboratory leaders and the people who are making it happen behind the scenes. I'm Dr. Bobby Pritt, your host, and the clinical microbiologist and the chair of the Division of Clinical Microbiology at Mayo Clinic in Rochester, Minnesota. For today's episode, we welcome April Craig from our product management team at Mayo Clinic Laboratories for a test and focus interview. Thank you for the introduction, Dr. Pritt. Today, we will be discussing the differences between clinical and forensic toxicology testing with Dr. Laura Lee Langman. Dr. Langman, thank you for joining us today. But before we get started, will you please tell us a little bit more about yourself and your background? Sure. I earned a bachelor's degree in laboratory medicine and pathology at the University of Alberta. And after working for a few years as a medical technologist, I went back and got a PhD in laboratory medicine and pathology at the University of Alberta. I'm certified with Canadian Academy of Clinical Biochemistry and have achieved diplomat status with the American Board of Clinical Chemistry in all three disciplines, clinical chemistry, molecular diagnostics, and toxicological chemistry. I'm also a fellow with the American Board of Forensic Toxicology. I worked in Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada at the Provincial Toxicology Lab before working at the Mayo Clinic. I've been here at Mayo Clinic in Rochester for over 17 years, where I serve as a co-director for the Clinical Mass Spectrometry Lab and the Clinical and Forensic Toxicology Lab. I'm also a consultant in the Pharmacogenomics Lab. Thank you for that. Speaking of the Clinical and Forensic Toxicology Laboratory, can you help us understand what type of tests are performed in your laboratory and how can the results be used to support patient care? We use a variety of analytical techniques ranging from simple immunoassay screening to highly complex, high-resolution tandem mass spectrometry techniques. As our lab name implies, we do testing for both clinical needs and forensic needs. And no, it's not like you see on TV. Forensics is not always about decedents. Forensic really means the applications of scientific knowledge to the law. So in situations where your patient's results could cause them to be involved with legal action, that would be a forensic case. Great points. Thank you for sharing that information, Dr. Langman. And so when we're talking about clinical toxicology testing, can you help us understand when it's important to consider urine drug testing and our recommended approach? While there are many different reasons to order urine drug testing, the most common are compliance or controlled substance monitoring. So if you have a patient who's prescribed a controlled substance, an opioid or a benzodiazepine, for example, you're required to verify that they are not only taking their medication, but that they are not taking something else. This would be a great example of when you'd want to use our CSMPU. Another example might be addiction or rehabilitation monitoring. It's used as a guide to monitor treatment and recovery as part of routine medical care. You'd like to help provide motivation in a non-putative way for your patients to remain free of their addiction. And if you're prescribing a drug, to aid in the recovery by a similar philosophy to compliance monitoring, you wanna make sure they're using the prescribed drug to help with their addiction treatment, but you also wanna make sure that they're also not taking something else. For this, we'd recommend our IDMPU. Lastly, assessment of a patient who may have overdosed, for example, and presents to the emergency department is another common scenario where clinical toxicology testing is also useful. Because of the rapid need for answers, immunoassay or other testing that can be performed on an automated equipment is also recommended. But these assays are inherently nonspecific and consultation with a clinical or medical toxicologist might be required just in case there's a need for follow-up testing. 
Thank you. That really helps clarify in my mind, the differences with clinical toxicology. Could you help the audience understand a little bit more about forensic toxicology and, and when to consider testing? Well, as I mentioned, forensic toxicology cases can really be thought of when the results of the test could cause their patient to be involved with legal action. It's those circumstances when you might want to consider ordering a test chain of custody. An example would be when you're testing patients who might be on probation or for child custody cases. This is very different than compliance or addiction monitoring or patients in the emergency department because the end outcome for those patients is not interaction with the law, it's a clinical intervention. Therefore, in those cases, you do not require chain of custody testing. So Dr. Lehman, what you're saying is that chain of custody is, is really not really recommended, but for a small amount of, of patients, is that correct? That's correct. It's very uncommon that you require chain of custody testing. That really helps clarify, in my mind, the differences as well. So do we have any other uh, tests available? And, and if so, where can we go uh, if we're unsure of which testing to order? The Clinical Forensic Toxicology Lab has a large test menu, and I really don't have enough time to discuss it all here. But if you have any questions about specific tests or what tests you might want to order in a specific situation, please feel free to call either myself or my colleague, Dr. Gennetto, at 1-855-516-8404 or check out mayocliniclabs.com. Again, thank you for your time today. Well, thank you very much for having me today. If you need more information, you can always call that 855-516-8404, like Dr. Langman mentioned. And if not, uh, we will see you on the website, mayocliniclabs.com. Thank you. Thank you so much for tuning in to Answers from the Lab. Be sure to subscribe to this podcast and don't forget to tune in every Thursday and every other Tuesday.